What's going on? This is episode 17 of Life As We Know It podcast. Uh, today, we had a great episode. Uh, myself, Jacob Ham, and Patrick Solomon, we talked about suicide. We talked about transgenders. We talked about psychedelics. We talked about the patriarchal society, all kinds of things. Um, um, it was very interesting. I got to hear some certain opinions from Patrick that I don't know how I feel about, but we got them out. And, you know, I, myself, I threw out some things that may be offensive and they may be questionable but at the end of the day some things need to be said and some thoughts need to be thought of so i hope you guys enjoy this episode it was really fun to do just like every time it is um enjoy episode 17 patrick solomon jacob ham thanks hey. it's on the dinner day bottoms up cheers man thanks for coming on the show thanks for having me <laughs> okay so let's just dive right into this okay that girl, I don't remember her name, but she has some strong eyebrows. Um, she does, and she has some very, very pretty eyes. Yeah. No. What? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, so there's a girl, for those who don't know, who was texting her boyfriend, and uh, she pretty much got him to kill himself. And... Uh, She's got her sentence. People, a lot of people were pushing for her to get 20 years hard time. And she ended up getting like a year and a half or something like that. Real, real short. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because right, well, kind of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so actually, I heard about this story probably about a year ago. Maybe a little bit long. It's just resurfaced again because uh, she got her sentence done. So initially when it, well, it, was, ke- it was early this year, I think when it happened. Yeah, so initially, so initially, so this time I haven't really paid much attention to it, but initially when it came out, like I went and I read all the text messages and everything that she was saying to him and shit. Yeah, I read that too. And uh, I don't know if that was real, but I remember reading all the text messages. I mean, they said it was real. I but. mean, it. That seems like she, that's what she would had to have done to accomplish that feat. Um, my opinion on the whole thing. That's fucking crazy. Well, do you do you think a year and a half is enough time, or do you think she deserved more? Well, I'm kind of like on the fence. Like I'm, I, I'm, I am on the fence. I feel like she should do more than because I saw the text messages and it like hurt reading them. I don't mm-hmm. know how it felt for you, but it hurt reading them for me. In a sense, I'm like, damn, it's fucked up. It's fucked up, and it's like, oh, dude, Get just, just, just reach out for help, man. Like just. Just talk to somebody or, like, stop talking to this girl. Yeah. Because reading through the messages, you could tell this kid didn't want to do it. Like, it was like he was getting pushed towards a cliff one step at a time, one day at a time by her um, until she did it. Like, saying things like, you want this. This is what you want. Like, convincing him that it was for the better good that he's better off dead. Yeah. You know, it's pretty – no matter who you are – and what you think. At the end of the day, what she did was completely fucked up. But. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if I would say. Um, it's like. I, I wouldn't look at her like she murdered him. Oh, shit. Sorry. Yeah. I wouldn't look at him like she murdered him. Like people want to press charges like that. Because at the end of the day. If I had someone in my life that where I love so unconditional love. There's no way in hell she could convince me. To kill myself. She just couldn't. Um, so, 
like for me, it's not they're putting all the blame on her, which she does have a lot of blame. Mm-hmm. But I think there's more forces at hand, right? Because they're teenagers, right? Like my parents raised me to where it's like I press, I value my own life, and I don't think there would be any like there's no kid. That, like I don't see a situation where someone could have convinced me to kill myself just because of how I was raised and how I value my own life mm-hmm. and my own potential. So, yeah, I think what she did was completely fucked up. But at the same time, it's like how my if I was sad or depressed, my parents knew like they knew when something was up in my head. If they they would talk to me on a day to day basis trying to feel what's wrong with me. And that like part of me, I think partial blame is the parents. Like if you're not in touch with your kids and you just, you don't know what's going on in their lives. That's, that's a problem, you know? So it's like, to me, it's like, yeah, she's a fucking evil person for doing that. But I think there's more forces at hand that where she didn't they, like that. It wasn't just her that inevitably got this kid killed. It was, you know, a lot of people right. and a lot of different factors. Yeah. That I was going to say, play. yeah, definitely. There's a lot of factors that played into it. This is something I guess I'm having a hard time grasp in the sense of you asked me about the punishment earlier, if I thought it was harsh enough or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, put it this way. If it was somebody that I knew or somebody I was close to. You want her dead. Yeah. My question is, why do you think she did it? Ah, dude, she's evil. That's do evil. you really think? Because then the text messages, what she tried portraying was that it was the only way he was going to be happy. Yeah. So she was getting some sort of niche off of maybe she felt empowered. Well, how old was she? Do you remember how old I think she was? 14 or 15 years old. Uh, see, it's hard to say. Cause she, or maybe she's, maybe, maybe it, see, they were in high school. Yeah. So let's say 14 to 17, somewhere I mean, in that age range. It's hard to say because like, when you're young like that, dude, you're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? You're stupid. Yeah, no, it's true because, look, there's a lot of stuff that happens in high school and stuff that in people's lives that they're like, oh, this is the rest of my life. Like yeah. I'm defined as this person. Like your first love in right. high school. You're like, I will, I will die for this woman. And, right. But in the same way, she might be thinking like, for him to find happiness, he does need to take his own life. So maybe, maybe in her fucked up delusional mind, she really did think. Did she ever come? I, like I said, I haven't paid too much attention since the resurfaced. But what was her take on it? Like Ooh, I mean, obviously I she was gonna look into it. No. Obviously she's gonna be sad because yeah, she's dead. But at the same time, she could be playing a character like that. Takes a certain yeah. fucking individual to push. I imagine picking up your phone, talking to the girl you're talking to, or whatever. No one. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fucking subtle stab to the heart, man. <laughs> no, so. In, in, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but picking up your phone and being like, like I, ge- you genuinely care about that person, and being like, all right, do go, it today. Go, go kill, kill yourself. yourself. I mean, like, I've told people to kill themselves. Yeah, like in, in a joking manner. No. Except one time. Are you, but you didn't text them day in and day out. You know. No. Nah, yeah, I know. I know. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's if just, she. If she had that mindset where she was deliberately in her head, like, I want this dude just to kill himself, just to kill himself, that's completely evil. How do you think she felt after? Oh, shit, I fucked up. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, he actually did it? She probably was, like, in denial, dude, you know? 
She probably still is in denial. Well, she probably thinks that she didn't do anything wrong. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked I into it. I wish I would have looked into it a little bit, but. Probably should have before you brought it up, huh? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I like keeping things fucking bi- <laughs> biased and opinionated so people can come back and say, you're fucking wrong, Pat. Yeah. That's what I live for. Was that my mouth? It was. Damn. Sorry, dude. Fucking I don't know. wildness. I don't know if we should have took that, uh, that, uh, that pre-workout shot, dude. We're already feeling fucking jittery. Yeah, dude. But I, I, my testosterone levels are. Just, I'm trying to kick them up a little bit. Well, they're feeling kicked. For those who don't know, and for those who don't follow us on Instagram, life as we know it, Instagram, L I F E A W K I. Follow us. Um, we took right before the show. We uh, I mixed like three scoops of pre workout and about two ounces of water, and then we just <laughs> threw those back. And now we're also drinking pre workout during the show. Uh, different tactic. And so if we get a little crazy here, that's why. What are you looking at? I'm just thinking. What are you thinking about? I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about next. Well, your mic's not on the ground now. <clears throat> Pick that up. Pick that shit up. Um, you know, I noticed something when, during your nap today. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell me you were watching me. I was. I started laughing, and then I didn't want to wake you up. Because you heard that you heard the man speaking to me, huh? I heard, <laughs> I, I, so I walk up the stairs because it's three o'clock. Patrick comes home from work. Um, he's like, "Hey, we'll st- we'll do the podcast at 4 I'm like, "Okay, okay, podcast at four. All right." He goes upstairs about three thirty. I'm like, "All right." He's probably taking a nap. He's had a late night. Go up there at four or five. I'm like, oh, "I'll go wake him up." I go in there and I hear like this. <laughs> I hear this breathing. Breathe out. Be the breath. <laughs> Be the breath. And I'm like, I said, I said, what the fuck is going on? And I look, and he's just covered in sweat and like, <laughs> just snoring. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So, uh, um, can you tell me, explain? Uh, what's yeah, going no, on? let me let me do that, please. So, yeah, please, please. So people understand things about me. So I make conscious effort at times to have outer body experiences um i think we brought it up briefly before in the past but i never really got into it um so outer body experience basically is obe an obe it's the idea of your physical body and your spiritual body being detached from each other yeah when you're sleeping or meditating however you want to look at it Mm -hmm. some people believe in it other people don't some people think it's just a lucid dream which a lucid dream would be a dream that you're having and you realize that you're dreaming mm-hmm. while you have it. So anyways, I, uh, I started to kind of test my waters with having out of body experiences back in January when I was laid up with my foot surgery and stuff. And occasionally I'll do it now. Um, but the best time to do it isn't right, right before you go to sleep. You may have a really good dream or whatever the case may be. Um, or a good night of sleep if you start doing, all it is, is literally it's sound waves for your brain, unless you want to get extensive and have somebody like talk you through it. That's kind of what I did today. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're doing it at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon is the best time to do it because you really don't want to go into a deep sleep when it happens. You want to be stuck somewhere in between. Yeah. Um, and you also don't want to put hit, hit your head on the pillow and be out. Like you want it to be like, uh, like a slowly fading sleep because the idea is you have to get your mind right. Like completely relax your body to the sense where you're feeling heavy. When you start feeling heavy – the idea is what you want to picture, and I've explained this before, is that when you close your eyes and you're at the beach or you're um, 
you're really looking into light is when you see it the most, but you close your eyes and you still kind of see like light particles to a certain extent, um, almost like uh, like a collage, like a collage of colors to a certain extent. And if you follow the, it's it's hard to explain, but if you follow those with your eyes and you kind of imagine yourself without moving, climbing from like you're climbing a rope out of your body from your your waist up. Yeah. Uh, it's really how it sets it in. Now, I told you before when I woke up. Before uh, I what, woke up, have, have you, have you, like when I think of OBE and I think when most people think of out of body experiences, they picture themselves in their room, floating in like the ceiling and like staring down at their body. I, uh, that's that's one way to look at it. I don't look at it like that way, um, <clears throat> because. I feel like that's too black and white. So what's your experience? My experience is that anytime I've had them in the dreams that I've remembered, because I don't remember every single one. I could tell if I had a unique dream, but I may not remember. Like I know earlier I had a unique one because just by how much I sweat. Yeah. I could tell that there was a lot of things going on in my brain and stuff like that. And um, the ones that I have remembered, it always seems like a dream to me but my senses are very aware of where I am and what's going on, who's in front of me and what I'm saying. Hmm. So it's almost like, uh, I'm consciously awake in a dream, but I don't know I'm dreaming. Hmm. Do you think you are actually, you're having an intense different kind of dream or do you think you're going to like another realm? I think I'd like to think I'm going in another realm. I don't think that's the case. I think what's happening is that I'm adjusting my senses before I go to sleep. Uh huh to kind of turn myself all over like not fight it now i'm not fighting anything i'm, I'm completely it's, it's hard to become vulnerable to anything like i'm going to sleep and i'm going to completely let whatever happened to me happen to me like it's hard to go to sleep with that kind of mindset yeah because you're worried about everything else that's going on that's why it's a type of meditation in a way yeah. so when you turn yourself over completely like that i think well the, i mean the it, habits you're saying are very similar to like someone who's trying to have a a, a lucid dream right and that's that's really the big topic. People go back and forth between is is a, is an outer body experience a lucid dream, or is it not? I, I'll tell you. So there's one story. The first time that I tried having one, like I told you, I was had foot surgery and stuff. I went, I went to have the dream. It was like six o'clock at night, and mm-hmm. when I had it, I had a dream. I was driving my car, and when I was driving my car, um, I was driving to go on the highway, and I usually didn't go that way to go on the highway. And when I was driving up, um. I realized I was going coming up on an intersection and uh, I stopped and a car came flying a sports car came flying up behind me and as it was coming flying up behind me I realized I was like oh no I'm gonna get crushed and but what happened is the car came up and hit me and when it hit me my car didn't crush in like you would think it would it kind of like folded into itself mm-hmm. and when it folded into itself it shot me into the intersection where cars were going and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm about to get hit by a car. And when I got thrown into the interception, as I was going across the intersection, I woke up. Weird. What's weirder about this whole entire thing is the next day. Yeah, because that just sounds like a dream. Right. So what's weird about this is in my dream, it was a red sports car. The next day, I usually don't go that way, but I wanted to go that way just for shits and giggles the next morning. And when I was driving... I pulled up to the same intersection, but I was going left instead of right. In my dream, I was going right. Mm -hmm. I was going left. And in the right lane, 
right next to me a red Mustang pulled up. And like I ain't even gonna kid it in you. Like I had like like such a euphoric chills down my spine feeling. Um because almost in a way I was like not that I predicted the future, but it's like what the fuck's going on if these things actually inter you know, it could have just been a coincidence. Yeah. But if they actually did intertwine with each other, what the what does that say about everything else? Oof. I don't know. Mm. Cause that's like that opens the world to like a well, that's what that's what. So I had a lot of time on my hands, so it kind of made me inspired to keep trying this out. Yeah. And so obviously, that, that that's not my first idea when I think of OBE, but like, if I look at it like that, I can see that's uh, more reasonable. But even to think that there's a, a possibility that, because um, if you you've, we've talked about this before, but it's like if you are able to have thoughts about what the future holds, it's almost. That's now you're we're talking about things that like you don't even have like that's predestination, uh -huh. you know, like your story has been written, which is more bizarre and like fascinating for me to think about, because if I have a dream about what's going to happen, that means my life has already been played out somewhere. Like my, my whole story has already been done. Yeah. And then it's even weirder because now I'm like, do I even have free will? Uh Oh, it's like, it's, it, but it, then obviously you did because. Well, if if that was true and you chose to go that way, but you weren't in the same lane, you chose to be beside the red sports car instead of in front of it, mm -hmm. maybe you just changed your whole story. But that's also well, it's pretty bizarre to think about. No, it absolutely is bizarre. So the flip side of this, because it kind of ties into what you're saying, because now if you start talking about, okay, you're dreaming things that are happening Footsie, bro. or dreaming things that are happening to a certain extent, uh, in your life, what happens, what's the biggest thing that comes up then is is people start questioning religion and all that kind of stuff. So people went into it, and they, they call it like have an outer body experience. It's done through your astral eye, which I don't know if you've seen pictures of a third yeah, eye yeah. in the middle of the forehead. Because um, that's really – that is the best interpretation of what it's like. It's like basically seeing life through a third eye that you can't see when you're consciously awake. Mm -hmm. um, well, which a lot of people think drugs take you to that same place. Right. Opens it, up that third eye, like DMT. Yeah, so this so people have philosophies and a religious aspect of outer body experiences. They think it's Pegasism, um, witchcraft, stuff like that. Like, because if you could tell the future or something or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or if mm. you can play a visual or have a vision, then it's doing something on a religious basis or whatever the case may be. So there was one theory that a guy came out with that when you had an outer body experience, what you were doing is when your spiritual body leave, left your physical body and you went into an astral world, you are now vulnerable to have other spirits get attached to you. Uh. So they're saying by you, if if a dark entity and, and yeah. grabs on and it gets intertwined with your soul, then it's with you and it's going to follow you. Um, now, I don't know how much I believe that. I was having some wicked dreams during this. Like, I really only went hard at this for, like, Well, <clears throat> if I weeks. believe that I my spirit actually does leave my body when I'm – if and when I actually have a legitimate OBE, then it doesn't seem too far-fetched to believe that there's dark entities or, or spirits that could be attached to your soul. If it is even, you know, possible to actually – I mean, remove it, your spirit it, from it, your own body. It, and when you look at it like that, though, think about it. It's like your body is kind of like your hard shell. And we have these mm -hmm. souls that everybody talks about. 
Which no one can explain. That nobody can explain that carries on and this and that well, and the other thing. <laughs> That's the If it could get detached from it what's protecting it, then essentially I could see it having other things get attached to it. But at the same time too, I'm a person that believes that anybody can change at any point in their life for better or for worse. So I don't buy into that whole aspect. Like, let's say I was having bad dreams as this was going on. I think a big thing that was influencing my bad dreams was the first time in my life that I could never walk because I had gotten foot surgery. I was always immobile. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know how I am. I'm very active. I like moving around and shit. And because of that, I think it fucked with my emotions to a certain extent. I like to do it because I like to see where it's going to take me. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, okay, I'm going to sleep, but I, I would get excited. Like, okay, where am I going tonight? You mm-hmm. know, sort of thing. Um, but the biggest thing is the only way that you really get a chance to remember them is if you just, if you wake up on your own, if you wake up abruptly, you'll never remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was back to back, like a few times I was, I was doing this and I'd be waking up and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. I, well, and just the way you said, you're like, you think at any point in life, some people could change for the better. Um, but at the same time, going back to the, if, 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 if negative forces or spirits or demons, whatever the fuck you want to call, whatever the, the darkness is just as easy as anybody can change. It's probably just as easy as anybody could go dark. So that still leaves open the possibility that if your spirit is unwavering against like these dark energies, like from a religious standpoint, it'd be like my faith is my protector. Right. Mm -hmm. So from like a Christian standpoint, you're like, the Lord is my, my shield. Mm-hmm. And my sword to fight off, you know, all darkness. And then <clears throat> I can imagine from a Christian standpoint that they they wouldn't suggest trying to do like an OBE or kind right. of thing because you're putting yourself in a vo- like it almost might seem like an invitation to demonic activities. Right. You know, which I can which but, you know, depending on the mindset that you go in, like if you go in the mindset, it's like, oh, you know, with the faith that you're protected, depending on whatever religion or like. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily just be from a Christian standpoint, whether you think it's demons or whether you just think it's dark souls or dark, whatever thing it is. It's a, I guess it would be the mindset of like, how strong is your, your fortitude against these, these, mm-hmm. these entities. Right. It's like, am I going into it? Cause there's so many cultures out there that are like, like avatar, the freaking last airbender, bro. Well, there's <laughs> a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of cultures the spirit realm is in a lot of cultures a lot of cultures that their religious leaders do a lot of hardcore drugs and they go on these vision trips if you want to call them yeah i was reading an article about uh there's it's like some like crazy like christian uh group Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't even know if they're considered christian by christian doctrine but they call themselves christians and uh pretty much they go out and they just get fucking high as tits dude (laughs) they just sing worship songs because they look at drugs as the gateway to the spirit realm, which a lot of people do. People think like DMT or any psychedelic kind of drug opens your brain to a, a, a new dimension, a new sense that that astral eye where you can't normally see unless yeah, no, looked at. I, I agree 100%. So I've talked about this to you before, not on podcast, but, but acid. I've done yeah. acid before. And, I, and for anybody that's never done it before, I would say what's so unique about it. It's the only drug that I've ever done that you can control how good or how bad of an experience that you have. Mm-hmm. 
based solely on your emotions. Um, so to elaborate on that, when I've taken it before, I, I've kind of mentally prepped myself to make sure there was no negative thoughts going on and stuff. Yeah. And when I did, I started to see people in colors. It's crazy to describe it, but like how they say people have auras or like certain colors. Like if you're blue, then you're, um, you know, you're open-minded, this, that, and the other thing. And if you're yellow. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I was talking to people. I was actually at a beer pong tournament when I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was, it was weird because the beer pong tournament I was at usually has like 20 plus teams. Uh Uh-huh. And this day they had it, there was only like seven or eight teams. So I'm taking this, thinking there's going to be a bunch of people there. There's only about 15 people, 16 people. My ass is fucking tripping balls on acid. And I never forget walking over to the guy that runs the tournament. And I could see there was a big yellow, yellowish, brownish aura around him. And I was talking to him and he was so, I could tell, I could feel how upset he was that... There was not more teams there. And I and as he started doing that, dude, I felt my whole morale just do a fucking complete 360. And I was like, I can't talk to him. I have to go back outside, go look at nature, just go do my shit. Because that's all it takes. Like how you talked about how people feed off of motivation or they feed off of negativity. Mm-hmm. That's the same way with that drug. It can be as powerful in a good way or as powerful in a bad way. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, like, I would strongly suggest if your emotions aren't intact to not fuck with acid. Well, how'd you take it? Orally. Yeah, I just, yeah, I popped it under my tongue. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, how much it was? No, I just took one tab that time. Hmm. But I've probably done it about five or six times. And every time I've done it, I've learned something different. But I feel like my best experiences were the times where I didn't take it for, like, a year. Uh-huh. And then I did it, <clears throat> and I kind of like like that time I was telling you about. I planned like four weeks in advance that I'm taking it on this day, so it gave me plenty of time to like mentally to prepare. really do it. And I think I in the meantime I developed a lot of questions about life that I was curious about, and when I was able to do it, it because it it's a trip. When they say acid trip, like you smoke weed, you get high. You're high. That's the, yeah. and then eventually you phase off an acid trip. What will happen is you'll do acid and you'll start to trip. You'll start thinking these things and then you'll come out of it. You'll be just how we are right now. Yeah. And then you'll go back into the trip and there's peaks and valleys. There's highs and lows. The best thing to do is realize that you're on a trip and you kind of have to just go with it. And as you're going with it, just see where it takes you. But I would say when you go into it, Go into it wanting to get something out of it. I wouldn't say acid is one of those things you want to be like, I just want to get really fucked up, so I'm going to do acid. Yeah. I would say use it as like almost like a spiritual item in a way. Because there was acid. Well, is DMT and acid the same thing? Well, they're they're both psychedelics. Well, yeah. It just releases a chemical in your brain. I think what DMT does, it's more of a precise uh, release of that chemical in your brain. You haven't done DMT, right? No, I haven't done DMT. Um, So... Have you done shrooms? No, I haven't done shrooms either. Because even marijuana, when you eat it, it's supposed to, if you take if you eat enough of it, it's considered a psychedelic, because well, it, it does produce the same chemical. So the thing is with acid, is what it does, is it, it's called it, trimoxide it, or it, something it fucking it weird. It gives so you know how people say okay, you only have like ten percent access to your brain, this that and the other thing. Um, 
I think what happens is that acid allows you to have a higher percentage access to your brain and see things in a different sort of light that you can't usually see things. Like, for instance, like, um, that's why they say nature and stuff like that. It's so important to look at, but like looking at that picture on the wall, uh, I don't know if anybody can see it, but there's clouds and there's blue. Like if you were looking at it and you got close, you wouldn't just see the picture as clouds and blue. You yeah. Would see, you would see the fibers, the drops of paint. Like you would see it almost like you have superhuman powers in a way. Mm-hmm. It's fucking pretty bizarre when it, when it kicks in like that. And I remember when I was taking it, I'm like guys that like were extremely smart that created all these crazy things inventions i feel like they had a higher higher access to a percentage of their brain they were just born that way Mm -hmm. and because of that they were able to because i there was times where i felt so fucking smart like i figured the whole entire fucking world out and not like in a high sense but like in a moral sense Hmm. i guess if you will well i've i've heard a lot of people say like dmt is a life-changing event Mm -hmm. for sure yeah. But whether or not it uses your whole, whether or not it opens up the capabilities of what your brain's able to use, I don't know because we're not scientists. But um, well, it's a sp- well, and it's and it's like one of those things where I know, like, like I they're trying to use DMT for um like therapy, mm-hmm. for like uh, drug addiction and stuff like that because it's been shown to like do. But, yeah. but it's really hard to do any kind of tests because what's it called when like when a drug's getting like trying to get approved. Either like, way, it's like those drugs aren't like you like can't. Legalized. It's very hard to, to even do the tests on the drugs because the government makes it very difficult to do. I wish I knew well, exactly what the actual. Yeah, no, I got what you're saying. Kind of like uh, passing it so that you know, even if it was for training purposes or whatever. Yeah, the but there's, there's different classes amongst that. To even if you were going to experiment with it or even use it on test subjects, it has to meet a certain class, and it's not under that class yet. Right. Which is stupid, I think. Yeah, so Cause like we use like opiates are fucking no yeah exactly so so DMT what happens to the brain when you use DMT is the same part of your brain gets accessed when you take DMT that does when you hear people say have a near death experience and they yeah. see well, they, so they per, see per, their whole life flash before their eyes your pineal pi pine pineal gland pineal gland yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, dude listen it's secret, something like uh, real I know quick, it's like wait, pine something it's shaped like a pine disclaimer pine tree. If you don't know how to say something, just mumble it and pretend like you know how to say yeah, it. Yeah, sometimes you just sound retarded. Or they'd be like, oh, that's how you say it. <laughs> it's like pineal gland or something like that. Yeah. It's shaped like a pine cone, but yeah, it's in your brain. Yeah, so uh, I strongly suggest anybody that gets a chance on Netflix, Spiritual Molecule. Molecule. <laughs> <laughs> the Spirit Molecule. Uh, DMT is Spirit Molecule is a documentary on there. And... You know, I, you know, we talk about Joe Rogan, and that's the first time I ever heard about DMT. Yeah, was how he described it. But when I watched that, and they described that you see colors and things and shapes that oh, dude, just that Google you, DMT you pictures. Can't you can't fathom being yeah. like you could look at the picture sober, or you can look at the videos. But I feel like when it's so strong just to the sober eye that when if you are feeling those colors and figures yeah that it could be empowering i i really believe that something like that could stop somebody being addicted to a drug yeah. well the thing or, about dmt is people go to the same place people have gone to the same place on dmt and they've seen the same things i can't remember if it's like a fucking unicorn or something else but there's always like people will see the same fucking thing and there's a guy um who has a tumor in his brain that's like pushing on his pineal gland and uh 
he's like pretty much in a constant DMT trip, constant. So he, what he does, he's an artist. So he just paints pictures, and it, pretty much all his paintings just look like crazy DMT trips. They're pretty nuts. Um, you can Google it to find it out, but it's pretty cool looking. Uh, what do you think about those kind of drugs? Well, DMT, I'm open to it because acid, I don't know if I want to take it, but DMT, it's like your body naturally produces that. Mm-hmm. Like you said, when you go into a near-death experience, that your pineal gland, pineal gland. Yeah, can you look you that up? Give us a search, bro. Pineal. Pineal? Yeah, P-I-N-E-A-L. P-I-N-E-A-L. Pineal gland. Pineal gland. Yeah. Pineal gland. Pineal gland. What was I just fucking saying? Pineal? What was I just talking about? No, I was just asking you what your thoughts were. Oh, yeah. Since your body naturally produces, I'm not against it. It's a natural, no, re- I, it's I don't, a natural I, chemical in your own body. I'm not saying that. I'm saying about, like, okay, you just heard about my experiences with those sort of things, well, with acid, and then how people have talked about DMT. My question for you is that where you go when you're on those drugs. Oh, uh, what do I think? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's cool to think about. It is. To think that, like, uh, there's another dimension to us. Well, I think um, yeah. Joe had a guy on his podcast that was like, he pretty much explained, like, he had a good example where if you put an ant on this table. Oh, shit. No, I, know, I know exactly what you're going to talk about. The 360 degree view, your perspective. So if you take an ant and you put it on this table and we're, and let's say there's a string, there's a wire running across this table and there's an ant that's on that wire. We see the ant straight on you'll yeah. see the straight on from that angle but the ant will be on that string and see it a full 360 degrees round a perspective that we can never yeah, see from it kind of what i was saying but there was a different example yeah there. but it's completely shot on my head it's because it's not real none of this is real <laughs> <laughs> we're not here dude we were supposed to be talking about a suicide girl boy and <laughs> now we're talking about drugs drugs are good it is all right. It is it's all right. our show. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Oh, dude. That's so aggressive. Sorry. No, don't I'm wanna, not sorry. Don't offend anybody. Nah, dude. Somebody posted something on Facebook earlier that I realized is something that I feel like should be America's fucking motto right now. What? It says, just because it offends you doesn't mean it's wrong. Oh, yeah. I was like, that should fucking literally be tattooed on everybody's fucking arm. Forehead. Forehead. <laughs> so you'd be like, oh, disagreeing. That person's fucking wrong. Oh, maybe they're not. We just have different fucking yeah. opinions someone, because people are fucking different. Yeah, someone tweeted. I'm not going to say who, but someone tweeted. They're like, just because I post a different opinion, opinion, just because I posted a different opinion doesn't mean I'm asking for a debate. And it's like, well, then don't fucking post it. Like, if you're going to post a very strong sided argument on something, you got to expect that someone's going to say something or don't post it online. What's an opinion without a a backup like let's say um i believe that they shouldn't kill cows to make just i'm just using a crazy example they shouldn't they shouldn't they shouldn't they they shouldn't kill they shouldn't kill cows um because cows would be better off alive than for us to eat them whatever that's obviously there's science proven that we're fucking they're gonna keep killing cows and shit like that whatever but but what i'm trying what I'm, wait just listen wait wait just listen what i'm trying to get like at, a terrible example wait what i'm trying to what i'm trying to get at is when somebody goes into an argument or an opinion and, and lacks knowledge how 
or I feel like that's a majority of the problem. Oh, a lot of people, yeah. Is they love to just everybody has an opinion of line A, but can't talk about line B, C, D, E, F, or D. Yeah, a quick way to like look at it would be like people like will grab a book. Sorry about that this example. Is, what, yeah. <laughs> it's like so, it's it's kind of like someone grabbing a book and looking at the front cover and being like, "This book is fucking garbage." And it's like, "But did you read the book, <laughs> or did you just look at the front cover?" Oh, well, based off the front cover, this is what it says. And you're yeah. like, no, 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 no. You got to flip the pages, dog. You got to look at, look, open the layers and you might find out that you're fucking wrong. So. Or there's two. What was that? Like, yeah. the, the gender pronouns, like, they'll be like, well, if you they'll compare it to racism, it's like, if you're not going to call me my gender pronoun, then you're basically racist. It's the same thing. It's like, they'll just beat that to death. They're like, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's pretty long for me to re- <laughs> reset. No, no, I, I know it. what you mean. If it, um, right? Yeah. They just they find their strong what they feel strongest or what is the most strongest opinion mm-hmm. of their side of the argument and stick to that and not play any of the other factors into it. They're mm-hmm. just like, yeah. For example, like a lot of people using for the the transgender in the military, people will go with the main argument, going everybody deserves the right to fight in the military. I'm going to stick to that no matter what. And they won't look at anything besides that point of view. Yeah. But that point of view is fucking stupid. Dude, I, I, you just opened a can of worms for me, guy. Yeah? Yeah, because I just thought about something. What would you think about? Well, my whole life, I was more, like, more than anything else I was brought up on was never hit a girl. That's like the biggest thing I was yeah. ever caught on. I've never... Well, I hit one. Eh, no, and, <laughs> no, and, I, and I have never hit a girl, but... I gave a girl deadline. And I'm not saying I would hit a girl, but what I'm saying is my mom raised me that way that you don't do that. You don't do that no matter what. Yeah. But now I'm kind of in this thing because you see videos and shit online like of a girl fucking punching a guy. Just acting the fuck out and punching a fucking guy. And dude, if a girl fucking swung on me, I can't promise you that I'm not going to fucking like at least push her ass on the fucking ground. Yeah, I'll just push her. Um, I feel like that's enough for it. Unless it's a big broad. Yeah. If it's a big broad, you know, maybe. But, like, if it's a small girl and she's like, oh, fuck you, bitch, come on, what you fucking got? And starts swinging. I'd probably do one of those things where it's like, I mean, I feel like. Am what, I changing? If you just grab. Are am you I, changing? Am I changing? Am I changing because society's changing me to see people as equals? No. And that's why I'm more okay with it than I was fucking yeah. before in the past. Maybe a little bit. You know, like, with the whole movement of feminism saying that we're equal and equal, it goes both ways. So, it's like. If females want to be equal in the sense of the same page as men, then it's like you you got to be able to be like, all right, well, if I'm going to swing on a guy, be prepared to get knocked the fuck out. I'm not going to hit you, by the way. Just to let you know who yeah. you are. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Someone swung on you, dude? No, I'm just, I'm just clearing the air. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm at the point where if some girl, I, I probably wouldn't resort to hitting a girl. But I would. I'd feel bad. Dude. I would show force where, like, like I don't. I feel like I don't need to hit a girl to let her know that she's. In, yeah, she's there's in, other. There's other ways. To like, do if, it. I feel like if I just grabbed a girl by the wrist, and just squeeze just hard enough, she'll know. It's like, listen, you're fucking up. You know. Like I feel like dude, that's, that's not fair though. It's not fair. That, I know it's testosterone, not fair. bro. I, I know they have estrogen. Well, we both got a little bit of both, but. I know, but you know what I mean. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, like it would t- it would take a lot for me to actually swing on a girl. 
I don't think I still would have the fortitude to hit a girl. Uh, unless it was like that girl from Game of Thrones that like big, uh, she's unless, like, yeah, unless it was a life or death situation. Yeah. I really don't think I would have the four. I would feel, I feel bad if I hit a fucking guy. I'd feel a lot worse hitting like a, a fucking girl. girl. Yeah, so would I. Well, that's the thing. Well, what, like, what do you think about, uh, th- there's like transgender fight in the UFC. And he didn't, when that guy first started fighting in the women's league. Wait, it was a guy, it was a guy that became a girl. Well, he didn't become a girl yet, but he was a guy. He was a guy. Said, identified was, as a girl. Okay. And fucked up a ton of bitches in the UFC, but didn't disclose that he was a guy. Wait, wait, wait. So he he was like full dick and all, still fighting girls. Yeah, fucking them up, dude. That's fucked. Yeah. So that what's that what's that say about that's well, well it's fucking crazy because there's people out there that legitimately think there's nothing biologically different between a guy and a girl. As far as bone density, muscle density, no, and then you're like you're fucking I don't, crazy. I don't I don't believe that shit at all because okay, I'm just Wait, what do you mean? Well listen. Believe what? That there's that the we're the same. Oh, we're not. We're not the same. We're chemically fucking imbalanced differently. And I think it's that way for a fucking reason. Look, dude, I don't like fucking doing dishes and fucking. <laughs> oh, no. Don't watch what you say, dude. Wait, just hear, just, hear, just, hear, just hear me out. Because, all right, whatever. Fuck it. I'm going to go with it. And doing laundry and fucking. I don't want to have a kid in my stomach for nine months. But I do want to be able to supply. Or I, I do want to be able to support a family and, you know. Be a, a figure to that person that I feel like a guy should be, and yeah. then a girl should be a figure in that sense. So, but, it's, but no, I, I, know, wait, wait, listen, I know, I know, what, I know. There's a lot of holes in what I'm saying right now, but listen, no, because you're just sounding sexist. No, I know. That's why. I'm, <laughs> so, that's why I'm trying. That's why I'm trying to justify it. What I'm trying to say is that people want to believe that everybody is the same, but we're not. We're not at all. Yeah. And there, I feel like are just, and maybe it's just me. There are things that girls are meant to do and there's things that are guys are meant to do. And I'm not saying that a guy can't do the girl thing and a girl can't do the guy thing. Yeah. But percentage wise, there's certain things that girls do and there's certain things that guys do. Yeah. So, uh, and, wanna- and I feel like they're more like me. I'm a lot, I'd be a lot more open to go digging a hole in the fucking backyard and getting my hands dirty than a girl would be. Yeah, I get it. But just to clear this up so it doesn't sound too bad because it sounds pretty bad. I know. I got it's a little. I got a little. If you're a guy, if you're a guy and you're completely and make sure you if you if you disagree with me, then I'm then we'll we'll see what happens. But like you agree that like if you're a guy and you have no if you want to be the stay at home type and do the dishes and take care of the kids and do all of the things that a woman in quotation marks would do, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. If you're a guy and you want to do those. Right. Things. Yeah, it's just I'm just saying there's a higher and, percentage. Yeah, so you're what you're saying is that girls lean towards certain things and guys lean towards certain things. Whereas like girls lean more towards liberal arts and guys lean more towards the engineering degrees. Right. And I think what's happening is like let's draw an imaginary line. Uh I think before in the past guys were 100 yards away from that line and girls were 100 yards away from the line to cross over to the other side. Now I feel like there's more girls and more guys maybe touching their toe over the other side of the line. And people don't know how to fucking react to that. Wait a minute. All right. So like this imaginary line I'm going to give you, there's where it's like guy, guy, guy work, this fucking getting your hands dirty, all this shit, girl work, fucking being a nurturer, being a mother, 
doing, you know, things around the house, yeah. going food shopping, stuff like that. And what happens, I think, as times went on, is that line is, like, let's say equality, is that people are starting to cross over that line. Yeah. And because people are starting to cross over that line, the people that are 100 meters back still don't yeah. know how to react so, you know, necessarily. So, like, what someone's going to say to you is this, they're going to say, well, how much of that line is dictated by the, our society and our our patriarchal society where there's the the man figure mm-hmm. runs the family? Like, that's obviously, like, if we go in the 50s, that's how it is where it's it's, it's the man. But, like, there are other societies where it's a uh, – what's it called when they girl? Like a feminist? Matriarch? Matriarch? Is it matriarch? Where the girl is the head of the household. I know there's like a village in fucking Mexico that still, still like this. Where it's a girl is the fucking leader of the household. So their gender roles are a lot different. So biologically or scientifically, you could say, yeah, girls and guys do lean towards certain ways. But then the argument is going to be, well, how much of these gender roles are dictated by just how you're raised? Like, I know one of the arguments is saying, like, when you take your kids to stores in the boys section, you're going to have you know, shovels, tractor, little toys, fucking guns and all these kind of things. And then the girls section, you're going to have little play sets, teacups, kitchen sets, all these little things like bakery sets to play with for girls. Uh-huh. So you have two different generals that are structured from the beginning of childhood. So that's the argument that they're making. That's like generals don't necessarily have to mean a guy has to do that because. Um, no, and I get that. But at the same time, like, I can't, what fucking good gender is it? I think it's, huh? Yeah, but there's also I think it's New Zealand. I want to say New Zealand where they've pretty much have stripped away sex man. Zealand. Like, but, you know, when you go it, to get a, but they've stripped away a lot of uh, like the gender role kind of things where it's they promote where like if a girl wants to become a construction worker, it's really good. But even in the natural state, girls still lean towards a certain um, role in society. And guys still lean towards a center, a, a certain role in society where, you know, guys want to do the death, um, high death risk jobs, whereas girls don't, mm-hmm. you know, girls are more sympathetic and empathetic towards, you know, n- they're more nurturing than guys. So they lean towards more of those types of roles. So even with, I mean, you're I always going to have New Zealand. You're always going to have your odd people out. Might be dude. wrong. You're always, let's say you have 10 guys and 10 girls. You're always going to have those, let's say, two guys that want to do girl things and two girls that want to do guy things. And the other eight may just want to stick to what they know. I'm starting to think that maybe it's always been that way. It's just people are starting to speak out about it more. Um, and the opportunity of the whole equality thing is giving people the, the opportunity to do do what guys do and guys do what girls do. Yeah. So, which maybe, I think maybe, I, I'm totally maybe, fine maybe, with maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. maybe the whole equality thing hasn't changed as much as we think it has well dude i and it, I, and it, and it it's just it's people are speaking out more well, dude, I, I i do believe girls and guys are equal mm-hmm. equal in importance not equal in the same things so like i think women have just uh, just as high a value in this world just as men have in this as value in this world do i think their roles are necessarily the same i don't do I think there's a lot of badass women that can do a lot of things guys can do? Yeah, but I think a lot of guys can do a lot of the things girls can do. But, um, I mean, I guess I am a little old school too because of, but like, I don't know how much of that is me being impacted by the society I was raised in 
Because, like, if you were raised in a different country where women were in control, you'd have different views. So it's like, you know, you know what I mean? Not all sign. It's a thing right now, man. I know. Is that fucking weird to think about? Well, people are fucking weird. This is a thing. This is people spend their whole fucking day thinking about this shit. Investing their time in equality now. Like, this is... This, this well, it's is, an important this, thing. I, it's important. It is. It is important. But I think that people already were a lot more equal. And I think people are just started saying, well, just putting out these little things. Oh, well, we're not equal in that sense. And it kind of grew and expanded. And now it's turned into this whole big gender inequality. Well, it's like, and then you throw a transgender fucking third gender in there. Dude, it's the same thing. Why, like, why the fuck are transgenders freaking out uh, about not being in the military? Like we brought up we um, this last week. I know, but like, just like how we brought up, if Vietnam was going on mm-hmm. and the draft was happening, mm-hmm. there wouldn't this argument wouldn't not. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. If not. the fucking war was going on and they're like, we need all the bodies we can get. You best believe no one's gonna be like, oh, take the trans. <laughs> the trans want to go. Like th- 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 that shit wouldn't be happening. So it's kind of like. People love whatever the next civil rights movement is. They love fucking tagging on and being like, oh, I will fucking be Captain Motherfucking Justice today. They love change. Well, well they t- love, it's like virtue signaling. They like being important. Yeah, it's like no one likes being told they can't do anything. Right. And no one wants to hurt each other's feelings. So it's like everybody wants to jump on the defense of the first thing that seems like a victim without l- peeling up from the layers. It's like, transgenders have been around for fucking ever you know but all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden in terms of uh how long humans have been on this planet it's like we look at because up until like the last 20 years thought of that up until the last 20 years people have always looked at transgenders like a fucking crazy person like they're they, they got some serious mental illness but only recently are they like it's natural only recently so it's who thought? Who was the first? I would like to meet that person. What? The first? Don't, I'm not gonna hold your hand, man. No, I'm just stretched. The first person that was like, I don't want my dick anymore. I want a vagina. Or oh, dude, I don't want. A, I don't want a vagina anymore. Ago, I want a dick. I mean, I guess it could kind of tie into the same thing with the first person that smoked weed. Like, oh, maybe I should try well, and smoke this. Well, there's like gender dysmorphia, which is pretty much transgender, and then there's body um, body dysmorphia, and there's a it's a type like anorexic. People are body dysmorphia and same with people who are like extreme bodybuilders can even have cases of body dysmorphia where they look at their body and they actually don't see. Jesus Christ. Do you got a hole in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> got a hole in your lip? But, Wait, but what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> For those who are not watching. No, dude. Patrick right, can't look, get a drink. Wait, let me I, finish what I'm saying. I don't, I don't let me think, finish what I'm saying. I don't think you should. Why? I'm talking about body dysmorphia. All right. Go so ahead. like some people, cause you said cutting dicks off, but some people actually really like they don't have, shouldn't have an arm and they get their arms chopped off and shit like that. And like the lady who she identified as being blind. So she had her eyes fucking burned so she could be blind. That That's like body dysmorphia. And, but like when you could, when, but when you talk about all these bodily dysmorphias, you look at it like, Ooh, that is bad. Ooh, anorexia is bad. This girl, when she looks in the mirror, she sees a fat person, but she's actually skinny. She identifies as a fat person. That's why she keeps fucking starving herself. Okay. But when you look at it like a transgender, all of a sudden it's like, oh, no. He just is a woman. Okay. This is what I'm going to do because we're coming up to a close here. I don't give a fuck. No, wait, wait, wait. Where listen, we're coming wait, up no, on. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen, listen. What? 
I want to go back to the whole beginning of this conversation. Suicide? Yeah, the okay. dysmorphia. So, do you think that girl felt that the world is going to be a better place because that kid was going to be dead? Yeah, I'd say you, I can't answer that. Or do you think... I can't answer that. That she felt he would be happier if he was dead. There's a chance that... That's a possibility, but I didn't look into it enough, but that's a possibility. I know I went a full circle just there, but I wanted to come back to where we finished or where we started because when you started talking about that, it really started making me realize everything we've been talking about is one, it's an opinion and it's an opinion that's convinced by other people's opinions because uh, a lot of the, a lot, a lot of these thoughts isn't something that mean you mean you would never be sitting here talking about transgenders if it didn't fucking blow up the way that it did. Well, yeah, but it's like, it's not just opinions too. I mean, I've looked at like numbers. Mm hmm. And the stats and like science, not like I'm not a scientist, but I've like, I'm not formulating my opinion just based off opinion. If that makes sense. I'm not saying I am. Yeah, but you probably are. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> the asshole that just says what's on his mind. Well, like, yeah, I try to, I try to do at least some research to where like if someone did call me out, I don't sound like a fucking complete jackass. Dude, that's why I don't get into religion talk about people. I believe in what I believe in, but fucking somebody starts fucking talking about the fucking Bible and shit and justifying everything. I'm done, dude. I'm fried. Same thing with politics. I don't get in political conversations with anybody, man. No better. I know you don't. But I will make somebody feel bad about themselves. But you just did get in political conversation. Did I? Yeah. You're talking about transgenders being in the military. That's political. <clears throat> <laughs> Contradiction, <laughs> contradictions all over this bitch. <laughs> nah, I'm here. I'm here to call you out. <laughs> nah, that's all right. I know you do. You do. You would do the same. No, you're you're right, man. I just because like I, I I like to what I what I like about doing this every week is, dude. You know, maybe to a full extent, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it doesn't mean I'm not thinking about shit. <laughs> And when you well, an idiot can think about shit. Any exactly, an idiot can think about shit, but an idiot might not say shit, or they may say too much stuff. Well, then you might be doing more harm than good. I think, because you got to think. I think I learn. I think I learn because if I do come up across something wrong or whatever the case may be, you know, you're pretty quick to call it out. But at the same time, I know the shit that I think about. I'm not the only one that thinks about it. The yeah, way but that you're, I do. You, there is a dangerous road because, like, even though. We don't have a huge platform, but if you say something that you're not 100% sure and it isn't factual, you could be impacting someone else who doesn't, who also doesn't know, but looks up to what your opinion is, and you might be putting them in a place where now you both are just fucking wrong. And if it's something I don't know and I can't correct you on it. The power of influence, man. Yeah. And you, it's, okay. that's why it's important. What about me, though? Okay, so. That's why it's important I'm to doing, know what you're saying. You're like you just said, think about this. You just said that, like, okay, we don't have a huge fan base or anything like that. Platform. 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 <laughs> what about the people that have millions yeah. and platforms and spew out bullshit like I do? They're fuckers. That oh. is a root of all evil, man, man. I know. But you just <laughs> you just said you're evil. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I am. No, you're not. You don't mean harm. But like it's important for us. It's our responsibility that if we're gonna say something, we as, as long as we're clear, like, before we say it, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm talking off the top of my head. 
then at least like, if someone believes us, like, nah, nigga, I said I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I'm not a scientist, so don't take everything of what I say for granted or for mm-hmm. truth. But, like, obviously, if I say certain things and I'm trying to say certain numbers, I better be able to back it up because it, it, we got we got to have some sort of credibility. When right. I don't – I mean, anybody can hold me accountable for anything I say, especially if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. By all means, call me out. You know, I'll be the first one to be like, yeah, you are right. And I was wrong, but at the end of the day, what I do say is my initial opinion. There's no denying that. Um, what I do say on this show, if I'm not knowledgeable about it, I may sound ignorant about what I'm talking about, but it is my opinion at that point in time. And I'm but not yeah, saying but no one cares change. if that's your opinion, though. Right. I'm just trying to get that out there. I know. Because I think it's more important for us and more important for us to, like, if we don't know, we should just be like, we don't know instead of trying to make an opinion on it because uh-huh. it's hard because that, like that goes it's to, hard. It's hard not to. Man. Yeah, I know. But that goes to the straight problem of what's I think it's wrong with our generation or not generation, but like our society is that we we fucking jump to a conclusion, make an opinion and put it out there and let people think about things where it's like we don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. And then those people read that and they jump on the same bandwagon. So but I know what you mean. It is fucking hard. dude. Your head. Sorry, you guys had to stretch because your headsets. Fuck. Oh, never mind. But it's hard not to because, I mean, we're talking. We're talking. We're fucking talk show. <laughs> yeah, but that's the beautiful thing about it, though. Yeah. I'm actually kind of looking forward to hearing this one again. You want to, uh, you want to close this bad boy up? No, we're not closing it. We just did an hour, right? Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. All right. Thanks for coming on the show. All right. You too, man. Hey, high five. All right. That's take a care. handshake. No, 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 no. Let's do no. the thing. Let's tap pound. Oh. Right. Thanks. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in this week to Life As We Know It podcast. Episode 17 is done here. Um, We definitely had some strong opinionated uh, topics. We're always looking for feedback. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Twitter and all other social media. We look forward to your guys' feedback, and you are fucking awesome.